0: It's two redheads and a high school graduate talking about racing.
1: I can, I guess, technically, there's two high school graduates now, <laughs> but more recently, high school grad. Um, well, technically, when I walked across stage at graduation, they gave us the case for our diploma, not the actual diploma. So, oh, really?
0: Yeah, it's not a real diploma.
1: Yeah, no, it's weird. And that, so, and then after they like handed them out, but like we just got the case, so. <laughs> technically i didn't graduate until like i hit the parking
0: lot and they handed (laughs) it to me
1: so a little less uh ceremonial than than you would think
0: (laughs) how does it feel to be done with high school
1: it's um i don't really know honestly i'll I'll get back to you on that i i don't know what that's gonna feel like it was weird driving by the school this morning and like i don't go there anymore and we're because i was in a car with a group of friends because we had um the school hosted a you know all night party at this like arcade with like party go-karts and like laser tag and all that. So we were driving from it was an all night thing. I'm tired. If this doesn't make any sense, I'm sorry. Potentially I'm potentially <laughs> drunk. No, that's not true. <laughs> um I'm going on like one hour sleep in thirty six hours. But um, impressive. Yeah, we were driving by the school and we're like, "Oh yeah, there's school today," kind of thing. Like,
0: yeah. So it's kind of weird. I don't know how it's to just feel. Just weird. Not going back to high school after like you spent so much time there, just in school. and like, My school was like one campus, so I like, gone past it. Like, I've been back once since I graduated. Yeah. It's just crazy because you that was your whole life for so long.
1: I know. It's like I walked out for the final time. Like just like I t- took my last final and I said goodbye to my radio teacher it. and I walked out the door. I'm like. Oh my god! Wait, that's it. Yeah, that, I, I literally just walked out. It was—it's was kind of weird how fast it all happened. But yeah, it's—I'm—I'm I'm excited to have the summer ahead of me. You know, just some more free time. That's—that's that's really nice. I'm taking advantage of that.
0: I did catch a very clever tweet from the graduation <laughs> stage that you posted on Sunday. Didn't miss a lap, apparently.
1: Well, all right. Yeah, that was more for clever purposes. I missed some laps. Um, Two laps. That's it. The reception in the place was pretty bad. So the ceremony started at once. So I wanted to get the ceremony started as go, soon as go, possible. Go, 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 go. I wanted to get on the stage because we were in this basement in this like mm. theater and there's no connection down there. So I no chance of me setting my lineup or watching the race. <laughs> so as soon as we get up, we go and take our seats. And then I just pull my phone out and the whole entire ceremony, except for when they call my name, which happened to be commercial break too, which was great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even think I missed that much. But, uh, anyways, yeah,
0: you know, commercial. all right, ready, go. Yeah. yeah,
1: Um, I just watched the NASCAR race, and like there was a group around me. Like the people sitting next to me, they were like tuning in, and like <laughs> there were some. Spins and like Austin Dillon like Spun out and wrecked mm-hmm. and like oh my god I'm like I was like just coaching him through it I was like <laughs> they were fans I think like my section Of graduation was like watching The NASCAR race oh.
0: Oh, That's so funny that you're still on with your phone Out <laughs> like
1: oh yeah That and 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 as I left, I carried my diploma and the race hadn't finished yet. So I had my phone out and I was like waving my teachers. and I was showing them the race. And it was <laughs> at the point where like they weren't even surprised anymore. Yeah. They were just like, all right. Yeah, you're watching the race. Of course. <laughs> well, hey, NASCAR
0: is a huge part of your future. So good to stay tuned.
1: I know. I know. And like it's such a lot. Like our class had like 800 people. That's, That's 800 names you have to read through. I'm sorry I want to watch Pocono As, as interesting no as Pocono was <laughs> I know It's better than um, <laughs> Listening to a bunch of people That you had never met before And probably will never meet Walk across right. stage That was the difference in
0: my high school We had like 80 kids And I knew everyone so it was Oh it had to be like, a really short ceremony then Yeah it was not bad Like 30 minutes <laughs> Max Probably an hour yeah
1: Oh my Ours was three hours Jeez
0: Yeah <laughs> My college one will probably be like that I'll be like Oh right. yeah I'm done let me get out of here yeah that's kind of how it All felt right. so i don't really want to talk about pocono because i don't know we predicted it would be awful and boring and this package would suck there and guess what it was true The yeah. only saving grace for this race there's cautions mm-hmm. like if that race had no cautions it would have been awful but they actually wrecked and spun out and like i was happy about that but i really and i don't Steve o'donnell no one and nascar's really commented about this but they must have known how terrible this race was at Pocono, and re- starting to realize that this package is only good at Mile House. Everywhere else, it's worsened racing by a ton. I'm not counting plate ra- or not plate racing more Daytona and Talladega. They're separate because they're just a, not the same package. As a variation, but. Anywhere but a mile and a half, this package has sucked at, and I hope they realize that and are not going to be like, well, you win some, you lose some. <clears throat> if it's bad at some tracks, all right, so be it. But no, we cannot come back to Pocono next year with this package. I agree.
1: And and we almost saw this coming, too, because there was an Xfinity race last year that like tested this out, and it was bad. Like, I mean, of course we knew what we were to expect. Um, and then another thing, too, this is kind of like change for the matter of change, where You don't necessarily. You didn't necessarily have to do it. The gear ratios. I know it's not a huge thing, but it was a big deal this week because they no longer would shift, and that was actually something I found really fascinating at Pocono. Is when I was there for the second race last year, I would sit on pit road, and I I could visibly see where different drivers were shifting, Mm -hmm. and they were different points. So I could actually almost see who got a better launch off of turn three, who. Gets in the gas faster. That was fascinating. It was part of the racing. And then they get rid of shifting. And it was just like, and I I know there's probably a bunch of different things that go into it, but it's just like, you didn't need to do that.
0: That's racing. What they did on Sunday was just kind of follow the leader, stay in the line. Yeah. Don't mess up. And they said,
1: put it back more into the driver's hands.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love the idea of bringing the package we saw at the all-star race last May full time. I'm like, that race was awesome. Mile and a half will be so much better. Bring it full time. Or I I think I think I was more in favor of just a mile and a half. But now I'm like, all right, mile and a half seem better. Alright, let's go there. But like please don't bring it anywhere else.
1: Yeah, I can agree. Not to make this whole episode about the package. Um I but hate talking about the package. I know, and so does Kyle Bush. But I want to make this something because he's gotten a lot of attention over his press conference that he was like really moody like he won the race yet he was still upset which i frankly cannot understand (laughs) you won a nascar race you know it's almost like stop complaining and just enjoy the victory kind
0: of thing that's a whole nother rant where drivers should be more excited when they win races now i get kyle you won 30 million races a year but you should love everyone like it's your first one i know he's like He's celebrate like he's matters.
1: he's pissed when he loses and he's mediocre when he wins. It's like, what makes him happy? What makes him happy? I don't get that. He's a competitive guy. I respect him for that. But I just don't understand that. Um, but I was listening to Dave Moody today and he was so, so right about this. And Kyle Bush, I don't remember who he snapped to, but he's like, stop asking me questions about Jeff the package. Clark. Yeah. But even if his answer's the same. The media has that obligation every week to ask the question about the package until we come back to Pocono, until we return to these tracks for the second time. Because, as we literally just mentioned, this package reacts differently to different types of tracks. The package we see at Martinsville to Kansas to Michigan to Daytona is all different. So... It's valid to ask that question every week And for Kyle Busch to shoot that down Saying you don't have to keep asking me the same question But it's not the same question And I His perspective obviously is from the driver's side But yeah. I mean
0: I think his perspective is that his answer is the same every time Like stop asking me because I'm going to give you the same exact answer This sucks, I hate it Let's do something totally different But I think it's valid Yeah
1: it's sure. ha- Yeah,
0: Um My beef with talking about the package all the time is like It'd be awesome if there's other storylines to focus on besides that, the, this package and the rules and all this specific, really specific stuff that ultimately affects the race. But if you're a casual fan watching or just someone that's not really in the know, like you don't really like it's just a race and you're focusing on the action and the storylines and not the rules and these specific changes NASCAR made to change the racing. I just hate focusing on that.
1: And here's where we got the best out of that is when were there the most storylines coming out of a race? all-star Coke 600 Kansas all the mile and a half I mean we're talking about fights we're talking about side-by-side racing all night long Mm -hmm. and the word package I don't even think was thrown out I mean when you're talking about Clint Boyer and Ryan Newman or Clint Boyer and Alex Bowman you're not thinking about what kind of Mm -hmm. rules package they are racing that night and that's what's great Pocono was unfortunate where it was bad race but the on-track action is what you need to promote yeah
0: and the fix is NASCAR brings a good on track package that makes it. So it's exciting and action packed. And there's a lot of storylines. I just think in general, like there's just not enough storylines going around. These drivers personalities are just not as Rossi. Mockable. Did you see that Rossi tweet? Yeah, Alexander Rossi. Good. He
1: chirped. Um, Oh God, what's his name? Um, it's I'm or blanking Oral out. Serbia? He's got oriel no, Servia. Yeah. And he was like, he was, he was like, calling him like the pace car driver because he wouldn't let the leaders pass or something like that. Like total yeah. back and forth, like bashing on Twitter. It's like, dang, you almost got to drop the mic right there. We need some of that.
0: Get us some of that, please. Just drivers being like... Drivers just, are just too afraid. Yeah. They're I feel too like. They're nice and they're just not saying things. And yeah. I don't know. It's just you want to speak. We need Kyle Busch and Kiselowski
1: to get at it on Twitter.
0: I know. Well, here's the, yeah. here's the other thing. We had... And when these guys were younger, like, Keselowski and Kyle Bush had a huge rivalry for a while. Kevin Harvick and Kyle Bush had a rivalry for a while. And it's just like it's not there anymore. That I think that's a part of that hurts NASCAR for the last decade, that these guys did fight and they hated each other. And now it's like, oh, we're cool. Like, that could have been a Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt were rivals for all of our careers. And you have to pick a side, and it's exciting. And no matter what happens on the track, like, that's a storyline every time. We don't have any of that anymore. And we just need more... Th- consistent and long-term storylines and Pokemon did not produce any and we just need maybe NBC will help with their coverage and kind of point out some good stuff to talk about and, but we'll see
1: what was it about Ty Dillon he had some ideas and wait and Jay so all right
2: let's just hear what Ty Dillon said you know obviously it seems as if the, the attendance has gone down but I I go to a lot of different sporting events, and I've been to a lot of different sporting events um, in the past three or four years, and it's kind of going down everywhere across the board, not just our sport. I think you look at Charlotte last week for the 600. We had a great attendance. We had an amazing race, and viewership has been up most of the year this year for our sport. As technology grows, we got to do things different. You know, sitting in a stands, sitting still in the stands, it's just not the way that the world's going to keep going. I think we got to I think the fact that we're taking out stands isn't as bad of a thing as if we can find new ways to bring fans to the track in just a different way i think we can take out stands and add entertainment decks you know change the outlook i think tracks are doing a good job of adding more motorhome parking for fans that's the high-end kind of side but we need the college kids can sit by the track listen to a concert and watch the race we need multiple dimensions of entertainment at our sport Um, we got to get them here because once they get here they love our sport. Our sport's incredible. It's the best live sport there is. Um, so taking out stands doesn't need to be seen as a negative. We just got to find an approach to keep, um, you know, whether it's standing room or, a you know, party deck or like at Indy where they have, you know, I think it's the pit or something. Um, we need to do that everywhere and not just confine our fans to sitting in the stands because as a young person myself, and you go to concerts and parties and, people want to move around they want to be able to see different angles and it's the way that the mind is kind of growing over the younger age is you got to be able to entertain them in, at multiple levels so if they can move around to different parts of the track it's more of an open atmosphere i i thought now if i were to re- rebuild a track i'd build a short track or you know a mile-sized track with no grandstands um but find a way where the track is viewable from all standing sections and then find ways to you know make money in that way and i am no track promoter and this is just a dream of a, dra- of a race car driver but i think we got to continue to find new ways to entertain and all the tracks are really doing that everybody's doing whatever they can within the confinements of contracts and agreements with sponsors and, and tv um but i think our sport is being very progressive and we're, we're going to continue to adapt to that wow yes ty dylan preach Dang this guy's smart
1: I that is really fascinating You build a track No grandstands Um, I found that the the Biggest line to me that he said Was like people Can't sit still anymore and that's so true I mean if you think about it people on social media Have like the attention span of a five year Old if (laughs) at best That's oh my gosh he has got So many good ideas Um, Yeah what do
0: you think the multiple dimensions of entertainment. That's what stuck out to hmm. me. Like you that's what the Indy five hundred did really well. Not that there's a bunch of different entertainment options, but having the concert in the infield, like pretend you have this concert going on the whole race, but maybe you want to wander out and have a view from the infield or whatever where you can see the race too. So like enjoy both. You're going to a race, not just for the race itself, you're going for all the different entertainment acts. They bring in concerts, you know. Different, I don't know. I don't know what other entertainment acts you would, but just like a big festival. Um, Just so many different options that you're kind of overwhelmed by all that is going on, but you feel fulfilled that you came to this NASCAR race. And it's awesome that the race cars are racing, but you can also do this and this and this, and there's a food festival and there's a concerts and all this kind of stuff. Just making making the rate, the experience of a race, exciting and meaningful and attracting people again.
1: And again, one thing too, and Steve Phelps said this, you can't anger your current fans. So if we can find a way for the people who want to watch the race and sit down and sit still, they can do that. But then for those – I mean, when I go to a race, I – Never sit still I do not claim a seat I wander around and I see what I can find Every single race is like an adventure To see where the best place to watch is from See what I can find So I could totally see where he's coming from From that angle One thing I immediately thought of too If you want to have this kind of social aspect And this has been discussed And this is something I'm a believer That has to move forward with Is making the cars quieter
0: Mm, I was thinking the same thing. Right? Um. There was comments this week from the manufacturers about hybrid race cars. Like, not the fact that it might happen, but it's going to happen. Could be in the next three or four years. And that would... That'd be that's big. That's are talking about on Door Bumper Clear today. That yeah. The sound of a race car would go away. And that would I mean, be huge.
1: I love the sound of a race car, but... To be able to, I mean, I can't remember the last time. I'm getting really good at sign language with my dad. I mean, we have like, you know, we know what we're saying. But to be able to have a conversation with someone while the race is going on and not have to worry about shouting or losing your voice would be yeah. huge. I mean,
0: that would be so big. I that's the appeal of most other sports is that you can go and enjoy the experience and talk with who you go with. And it's not just a, you're forced to like kind of view the event and you're kind of get bored over time. Like you're enjoying it like. There's a baseball park in Charlotte that the Charlotte Knights play at. And I've only been a couple times, but they've got like all these different entertainment factors around the whole ballpark where it's like different bars and different, you know, food options and different entertainment things where you can watch the game, enjoy this and still like have a great time. So why, if we go to, you know, Richmond or something, they build a bunch of like party decks around where there's different bars around the racetrack. So you just go between them and watch the race and enjoy different food and drinks. And that would be, something that would appeal to the audience that used to come to NASCAR the oh let's go because it's a, it seems like a cool event not just I'm here because I like NASCAR and I like the racing
1: and I love Ty Dillon's perspective too where he's like looking at all this attendance and taking grandstands out not as a negative but almost as like a positive now you've got more space to be creative with I love the perspective he's going in with that
0: too next problem is we need creative people making decisions at the racetracks to do things like this
1: yeah. I mean they've had there have been some good
0: ideas. But we need trickling in. Yeah, we need new people. It's not gonna be something smart, overnight. But, but I yeah. think
1: right now it's we're making good progress.
0: Yeah. Good comments there from Ty Dillon.
1: All right, so fantasy this weekend from Pocono. I felt pretty good except for Harvick actually screwed me. I had Harvick in my lineup. Jason, you won. Let's see, who'd you have? You Kyle Bush, Eric Jones, Kozlowski, Byron Chase. Yeah, that's a pretty good lineup. And did you pick the winner and manufacturer? You
0: sure did. Yeah, that I'm was a good. good effort. That was a good effort. You. Big one here this week. Making ground. Who's the leader in our standings? We can go over the stand- Well,
1: Colonial, I believe, is the leader
0: in our standings. Yeah.
1: Colonial1273, you, me... RB924, Reckless, and then in sixth place, he even tweeted us because he was frustrated that he couldn't pass Mm -hmm. us Evan Roller or his username is what is it? I get bored easily SMH. That is the best like (laughs) that is the best username by far (laughs) in our league. Must have been um, bored if
0: he's watched Pokemon.
1: Yeah. He he he's trying to catch us in the standings, but you know what? I have the power to remove anyone who passes me. <laughs> so, I mean, you just get ready. Just get ready. Colonial and you so far. Come Indianapolis. I can I see the button right now. I can hit remove and then I, I'm, I win the, the league. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. <laughs>
0: hey, I'm only within um, f- 24 points of the lead. Like, the fantasy is really well this year. You're falling behind a little bit. You got to catch up.
1: Me? I'm no, not falling
0: behind. I'm not
1: falling behind by much.
0: But hey, we're only halfway through the regular season. I remember last year, Daytona killed me in July. I got like literally like 30 points. That was from, rough. Like, I think I remember that because it was so a wreck I, fest. Yeah, I can't yeah. lose out this year. I'm doing well in fantasy. So let's keep it going.
1: Yeah, I've got a good vibe going right now in fantasy. Like I'm never this good. So this is this is good momentum carrying. I just want to beat you
0: team. this year. That's all I wanted to do is beat you in. So mm-hmm. far, so
1: good. <laughs> I I mean, my goal, honestly, like I, I'm cool if you beat me. I just think it's cool. We have a league of 24. Like, that's the biggest league yeah. I've ever played in. And the fact that we're top three is pretty yeah. big. So, I want to just keep, like, a top three status. You know, this is, like, our podcast league. So, I mean, like, we should represent, right? It'd be embarrassing if we were, like, last, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean, at least we're pulling our weight. I want to make sure I keep that going. I've got a good strategy. I think I'm going to get there.
0: Yeah. I don't really have a strategy. I just oh, kind of go for a strategy. it. strategy. And... Will you ever tell me your strategy? I don't
1: think I ever can, unless the format changes. I don't think I ever can. <laughs> it's pretty simple, but it's very effective. Huh.
0: All right. metrics. Go huh. Going to Michigan this weekend. Not that we're personally going, but NASCAR will be there. Um, first race of summer for you. Get to watch it and not have to think about anything else. That'll be nice. I'm looking forward to that. I love the fact
1: that, especially the biggest thing, and this is, you know what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, I graduated high school. I don't think I'm ever going to have to deal with this again. Crappy Monday morning classes coming off from a, like a Sunday night flight from a race. I don't think I ever have to do that again. That's Just awesome. <laughs> Just oh, my God.
0: Don't schedule any classes. Monday this morning. is
1: great. This is great because one, my favorite thing about the summer is I can go to a race, come back and just enjoy and relax when I get home. And now I can do that in college too. This is amazing, Jason. This day just keeps getting better and better.
0: I told you, you should go to college early. It's great. Oh yeah. We barely go to class. We barely do work and we get to do whatever we want. Freedom. Here we go. I'm ready. Welcome to freedom. But we got the summer. We got the summer. We
1: got plenty of time
0: yeah we can start teasing this too um i guess it's three weeks or so away we'll both be in chicagoland planning lots of content for that weekend we'll do a live podcast at some point we'll do some video stuff so get ready for that redhead racing radio takes over chicagoland for the weekend that's a
1: home race um i want to do something i've never done before i want to see if i can set up mario kart with some drivers and play that i think that wouldn't that be a good video That'd be crazy Yeah, so that's that's what we have in store right now huh. We're trying to figure out the details Like, We have like a portable battery Here, I actually I got it right here, look at this This is like what's going to plug in our TV It's like a You're brick You're going to bring the TV to the racetrack? Oh yeah, we're going to bring a TV to the racetrack We have a TV on a stand And we've got this portable brick Which is going <laughs> to give us the power Excuse <laughs> that me, we can need you come
0: in the garage with my TV real quick? Don't mind me Wouldn't that be good Wow That's what I want to do So we're going to try it out Interesting
1: Yeah we're going to beta test it at home And then Bring it to the track Because I mean we can That's the thing Like we don't have to pack it In the suitcase or anything So this is the only track We can do it So we're going to go for it Alright
0: So I'll beat you first To test it out Before we go to the racetrack And then At the racetrack You can Who do you race as In Mario Kart I've played Mario Kart Probably two times in my life Wow Okay so I'm definitely Going to (laughs) win Oh, I King did it once. And it's I King thought, Boo. King Boo's I was Boo's like the guy. watching the wrong screen. I was like nah. watching my friend's screen. And I was like, I'm doing so well. And then I looked down and I'm like, oh, just kidding. Not nah, doing well. <laughs> that won't happen. No, I'm experienced now. I've yeah, done two right.
1: races. Oh, boy. That's a lot of seat time. All right. All right. Follow um, me on Twitter
0: at HeyJasonSchultz.
1: No, yeah, I was pointing to you because that was your cue to
0: say where we could find I'm going to you the beach players. this weekend. I'll post beach content. So look for I was that. at the
1: beach this morning
0: us the bad content
1: <laughs> sunrise sunburn sunset repeat um is this my turn now
0: he's so drunk i mean tired at this point that yeah, he just t- doesn't I'm, know what he's doing
1: i'm tired listen like as soon as i log off i'm turning the lights off i'm going to bed like <laughs> i've had an hour of sleep in the last 36 hours like we are running i mean it's amazing how far monster energy can go can i just put it that way <laughs> I was like shaking at like four in the morning <laughs> so um all right you can follow me at Andrew curlin TV um I have a I have a video it's coming out it might be out when this podcast is out but it's with Kyle Larson playing a game of over under and it's probably the worst performance I've ever seen in my life Shoot. he um he just was not lucky in that game but it was funny <laughs> if if you watch all the way to the end um there's a fun twist to it so all right stay tuned for that I might watch it. All right. Yeah, sure.
0: All right. On to Michigan. Let's go.
1: Let's go. All right. That's it. Sounds good. Thank you guys for listening to Redhead Racing Radio. We'll see you later.